currently joined by Mayor of the Region, Mr. Matthew Dickerson. Dicko, uh, huge news for people in Dubbo. A brand new road is about to open that we've been waiting for forever. This is something that has been talked about for a long time. And since I've come back in as Mayor, I think it's the most common question I've been asked. When is the Boundary Road extension to Sheraton Road going to be open? Well, I can tell you here exclusively... Thursday morning it will be open so if you're taking kids to school on Thursday we're having an official ceremony early in the morning we're going to drive the mayoral EV through the ribbon put some scissors on the front or something exciting like that (laughs) and it'll officially open that road so then you'll have two ways of being able to access that area where the Christian school is where St John's is where Bunnings is that whole area there gets very congested especially at school drop off and to a lesser extent school pick up time that area is very congested, but that'll mean two points of access from there, which hopefully will alleviate some of that traffic build-up that's there. Okay, so that's tomorrow morning. Thursday morning. You heard it here first. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to use it Thursday, guaranteed, because <laughs> I'm going back and forth up that way all the time, and it's going to, it's going to cut, cut some big time off for me. Uh, let's also talk about the Mayor's Cup, which is coming up. Yeah, that's something actually is quite nice. My father, when he was president of the Dubbo Greyhound Racing Club, Over 40 years ago, he was first president, and he introduced this concept of the Mayor's Cup. We used to get the local mayor to come along and present that cup to the winning trainer or the winning owner of the Greyhound that won the Mayor's Cup. So we've had that. It had a bit of a a lull there for a few years, but we've reignited that. So this Saturday night at the Greyhound Races, and the Greyhound Races are great. I went up there a few weeks ago, and it's getting some good crowds back up there. I think they're doing a really good job, the current board, the current president. They're doing a fantastic job up there. So this Saturday night... Go out to the Greyhounds, you'll see the Mayor's Cup, you'll see myself, you'll see a few councillors up there. Again, I'll get to present that Mayor's Cup to the winning trainer, winning owner, and just keep that whole tradition going uh, for, let's say, more than 40 years. Hey, I do want to ask you a quick question. Uh, I know you're a busy man, but uh, this new resident night that's happening next uh, Wednesday night at the Cultural Centre, are you going to be there welcoming in the new residents? I think it's really nice when those new residents come along to a new city to actually have the local mayor to come along and say, welcome to our city. And one of the comments that I used to get previously when we ran the New Residence Night is that, wow, you must really care about New Residence to have the Mayor come along and actually welcome. To be honest, I've got nothing else to do next Wednesday night, so don't <laughs> tell the New Residence that. But I think it is nice that we yeah. do care about these New Residents enough and we really rely on that continual injection of new people coming into our city to make sure that we keep growing the city, keep expanding our population, keep expanding our services. So those New Residents, I actually think, are really important for the city and it's great to see them and I love hearing stories about why they chose Dubbo now most people say because of the mayor of Dubbo and that's the correct answer of course (laughs) some people have got other ideas and actually we did a citizenship ceremony last week I get excited by those as well 37 new citizens we've got now see one of those say good day and welcome them being an Aussie but I love the idea that when you talk to these new citizens and the new residents and you say for new citizens in particular you had all the world. You, you made the decision to leave your country. That's a big decision. Yeah. You've got almost 200 countries across the world to go to, and you chose Australia. That's fantastic. But out of all the, the places, there's 100 cities in Australia, there's 1,700 towns in Australia. You chose Dubbo. Why did you do that? And one of the people at the New Citizenship Ceremony told me that they chose Dubbo because they were looking at various places to go, and they saw pictures of Dubbo, and all the people looked like they were smiling. So they thought... 
I'm going to go somewhere where everyone's happy. And I thought, that's fantastic. How simple is that? All the money we might spend on marketing Dubbo and marketing Australia, and it just took some people smiling in a photo to bring some people here. Well, historically, we've had that Smile Dubbo campaign. Smile you in Dubbo. Maybe we need to bring it back. I don't know. Well, that's right. The old Dubbo logo, the the D on its side, looking like a smiley face. That's exactly right. But how simple is that? And I just think, and it makes sense. If you're leaving somewhere, you want to go somewhere, you don't want to go somewhere where everything looks very serious and very stage. You want to go where it looks like it's going to be fun to be. So yeah. why not just have it based on smiles? That's just great. Mayor of the region, Councillor Matthew Dickerson, thank you so much for your time this morning. And, uh, yeah, appreciate you, you joining the show. We'll catch up in a, in a week or so. And keep smiling. Trevor Long from EFTM.com and talk all things tech. Haven't caught up with you for the last couple of weeks, Trev. Obviously, Anzac Day and uh, Easter long weekend, but good to see you, mate. And I, uh, I took the solid uh, run through Easter and Anzac Day there and just got a, got a break with the family. It was very nice, mate. Did you take a break or were you still looking at tech the whole time? Because I saw... Uh, I saw a pretty interesting video of you go up on your Instagram account. I can't remember what it was now, but I was like, oh, he's still at it. <laughs> Look, I, um, I can't stop using tech, but mm. I'll tell you what I did. Uh, Apple announced a thing last year called Focus Mode on iPhones, and the idea was to give you kind of work-life balance. Your, your phone would know that you're at work and give you work information. Your phone would know you're at home and give you home information. Yeah. It never really worked for me because I kind of worked 24-7. But when I took a holiday, I, I created a Focus Mode called Holiday. And what I did was it asks you, who do you want to be able to contact you? And I said, well, I was with my wife, my kids, a couple of mates. Yeah. And then it says, which apps do you want to hear from? Which notifications do you want to get? And I wanted my home security system. I wanted my, my flight apps, things like that. But I didn't want anything else. So for a week in holiday mode, mm. uh, anyone who called me that, I, that weren't in my contacts, they just went to voicemail. Um, messages that, that I was getting, they were, they were coming to my phone, but I didn't see them until I opened the messages app or the That's email app. Cool. Mate, it was a great way to switch away, but not switch off. And I think uh, anyone should look at the way focus mode on the iPhone allows you to take a little break. I reckon that's cool. I reckon that's a really good idea. I just uh, I opened up your Instagram while you were talking then as well um, to see what that video was. It was you with a friggin' Corvette. Oh, yes. Well, I'm back at work now. I've got the Corvette in the driveway. <laughs> yes, right hand so, uh, converted. $50,000 uh, right hand drive Corvette now available in Australia. So, uh, very nice piece to. Uh, How much did you say? 160000 Wow. For you. Okay. That's cheaper than Good I thought it was going to be. Though. They're, um, I think they sold out for a year or more. <laughs> yeah, probably. Hey, uh, let's talk uh, best tablet for kids. Well, the thing here is a lot of people are kind of brought towards the iPad world because everyone else has got an iPad, et cetera, et cetera. My kids are lucky. They've got iPads. But I wanted to test a different tablet with my daughter who loves using a tablet. She messages a friend. She's watching YouTube. Uh, She also does sketching and drawing. So I've got this one called the TCL Tab 10S. Now, it's 350 bucks, actually 325 at catch.com.au. Oh, yeah. But it's a 10-inch tablet, so bigger than an iPad mini. It's got a stylus, like an you know, on-screen pencil built into the box. Yeah. Uh, it's got a case built in as well. So all of those things together would cost you $1,000 for an Apple iPad yeah. mini. So she used this for a whole week and loved it. I was able to control which app she could use, so there's a good parents and kids mode on there. The pen worked really well for all her drawings and sketching. And you know, for 350 bucks, you're getting a complete solution for both kids and the family because everyone can use the tablet. So, yeah, the TCL Tab 10S blew my mind in terms of its capabilities at that price point. 
Might be worth looking into, um, definitely for our family, because we have an iPad, but uh, our daughter has just claimed it. So <laughs> yeah, mate. Get, get her a right one, and we can have the iPad back. new uh, TCL, and she'll, uh, she'll never know the difference. Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Make sure you hit up that website for all details, tech, and we'll catch up with you next week. Cheers, buddy. Popcorn. Chop tops. And the latest releases. Let's go to the movies with Shane A. Bassett. As we do every Thursday, catching up with the man himself. I'm talking about movie analyst Shane A. Bassett. A little bit of a quieter week coming off the school holidays. Still new movies out there. I saw on your Insta last night you were watching uh, brand new Downtown Abbey. <laughs> yeah, I saw Downtown Abbey uh, at a big event in Sydney and uh, they had plenty of champagne and like cupcakes, but I only had the one cupcake. I'm not really into those. And the movie itself, well, I don't mind the series. I think it's quite good, but the movie that came out... Uh, 2019 was such a hit, they had to do a sequel. And Bridgerton is a show that sort of revived this kind of story and plotline and period as yeah. well. Uh, based around um, English aristocrats, this movie jumps ahead 10 years or so in, in time and uh, brings it into a modern world. You have movies and more advanced cars in this one. But Maggie Smith, if you know who that is, Dame Maggie Smith, she just swoops in and steals every scene. But I like Downton Abbey, and if you're a fan of the show, you're going to really love this new film, A New Era. Probably not one for the little kids, I'm assuming, but uh, what, how many buckets of popcorn are we giving it? Well, it's only PG, but I reckon it's probably a bore. Um, yeah. A lot of little kids won't know and um, sit there for two hours watching people sip tea. And talk. Uh, I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it three and a half out of five. Yeah, nice. The, I think of like any of those Victorian era type TV shows, like even like Emma, Pride yeah. and Prejudice. I They're had three sisters. They loved those kind of shows. I couldn't think of anything worse. I get it. Uh, I get it. And I'm not really into them that dramatically, but I can watch them every now and then. And the actors are terrific. But uh, Lots of dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Jane Austen fans will love this movie. All right. Well, that is uh, screening as of today at Reading Cinemas Dubbo. Notice Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore screening. I don't know if we talked about this or if I was away on holidays, but that's screening. I've got a couple of sessions today, Shane. Yeah, that's on at the cinemas still. It, it was released a couple of weeks ago, as you say, and uh, it is an extension on the Harry Potter series, uh, Fantastic Beasts. We've had two movies. This is the third. Uh, Jude Law plays Dumbledore, a uh, young Dumbledore. He's terrific in it. Obviously Not, no Johnny uh, Depp I, character. No, I was about to say, this was mm. a film that Johnny Depp was supposed to appear in, but uh, does not, yeah. unfortunately, because I do think he'd be great in, in his role. But uh, look, if you like fantasy and uh, this kind of Harry Potter plotline and you're into these characters, you're going to enjoy it, I think. And it's a little bit too scary for young children, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like there's a few... It might be a quiet week for new movies. There's still plenty happening at Reading Cinemas Dubbo this week. The Bad Boys, oh, yeah. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. But the big one coming up next week is uh, obviously a new Marvel movie, Shane. Yeah, new Marvel movie, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, a lot of people are anticipating this movie. You got Thor, uh, Love and Thunder coming out later in the year, but this one will kick off the Marvel Universe. Uh, well, we had Morbius a couple of weeks ago, but this is the official Marvel 
uh, beginning, I would say. Uh, people are really excited about this one. And there's um, advanced screenings on Wednesdays at yeah. Reading. So if you want to check it out, you might be able to go a day early. I um I watched the trailer to the new Thor and I actually didn't think it looked that good. Like the last Thor movies have just been punched, but the trailer to this one didn't amp me up for the movie at all. It was kind of like, is this a comedy or a Marvel movie? But Doctor Strange, uh, I just have a feeling it's going to be a big one. And I also have a feeling they're going to incorporate way more characters into it as well. Way more characters and, and ones we don't see in the trailer. There'll yeah. be a few surprises in this one. And I guarantee it'll be like nearly three hours long. I wonder if it's going to sure. be like Spider-Man, the amount of characters they pull into it from different oh, universes. It's all about multiverses at the moment, yeah. Allo, and, and that's just the way these Marvel and, and a lot of movies are going. So, yes, we're going to see some extra cameos in this one. Movie analyst Shane Bassett, we'll talk all about that next week. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Have a great day, mate. Bye for now. Uh, local MP Dougal Saunders, Anzac Day yesterday. Yeah, pretty incredible, wasn't it? Right across the entire region. Mm. In fact, right across the state and the country, I think Anzac Day 2022 will be remembered as a significant day and the thousands of people that turned up to show their respect all around our region. It was pretty incredible, actually. And, of course, yeah. that's really because we've had two years of, of not being able to commemorate the day properly. And yesterday felt again like that reprieve where we could actually be out and about together thinking about the things that matter to us most. And Anzac Day, I think, is one of those days that rises to the top as far as respect and commemoration that Australians want to show. So I was pretty proud yesterday of the people that turned up really everywhere mm. to show their respect. And I think it was a good thing. I think it was a good thing for, for veterans and their families to be able to once again mix and mingle, um, enjoy the dawn and the regular services, and then uh, have a bit of larrikin time with a bit of two-up and a few beers with mates afterwards as well. It was pretty special for us. We were uh, driving in the car, and there was a replay on the radio at some point throughout the daytime of one of the services. Uh, must have been a 10 o'clock service or something, and um, so the last post was playing, and my son was asking about it. It was a really good opportunity to talk to him about what it was and what it means and why we, why we celebrate Anzac Day. It was really, really quite powerful, I thought. Yeah, good, and, and you know, something like the last post which has now become such a, a haunting reminder of mm. what we uh, have sort of come to take for granted and but the sacrifice that people have given along the way yeah. to make us feel that way um and it's a, it's a pretty special bugle call that one yeah very very special indeed uh let's talk about the festival of footy it's kicked off uh, with celebrations around town pretty much uh, all things footy shops shop fronts are decking their stores out with footy colours and the council have jumped on board with giving people the chance to win, you know, local shopping vouchers. And I mean, it's all happening. We're less than a month away, Dougal. It is all happening. Uh, we, we officially launched that Festival of Footy on, I'm going to say, Thursday evening, um, which was fantastic. Just at the rotunda there, we had hundreds of people that turned up. There was a full program of entertainment for families and really then the, the mayor and myself then launched that festival. So a month ago... The Bunnies hosting the Raiders. Now, the Bunnies had another loss on the weekend, just went down um, a, a, a field goal, a golden point. In fact, it was before full time, so it wasn't even golden point. It was uh, Justin Brooks after the Tigers kicked the field goal and the Bunnies have, have lost a couple. But it, look, they're looking pretty good. Mm. Um, and they're a team that absolutely rallies when the, when the chips are down. So hopefully in the next few weeks, they'll get back on their winning ways and be coming to Dubbo on a bit of a high. The Raiders, of course, uh, going through a few ups and downs as yeah. well. So it'll be an interesting game when we get to it in a month's time. May 22, a fantastic opportunity for people to get involved in the lead-up, though, by dressing up shops and, and displaying their team colours. Now, it doesn't have to be 
the Bunnies just because it's their home game. It could be just your favourite team, but yeah. there's lots of opportunity to be part of the Festival of Footy. And I know Triple M's on board as well, which is fantastic. Definitely on board. We'll be giving away more tickets uh, as the weeks progress. But if you do want to buy your tickets, 123ticks.com to get on uh, to that. Let's talk about the community breakfast you had in Wellington. How did that go? Yeah, really good morning, actually, on Saturday. The, the Rotary Market's down there. The Rotary crew was out cooking the bacon and egg rolls. There was good coffee there. There was lots of people that turned up to say good day and have a look through the actual markets themselves. And myself, the mayor, and Andrew G, the federal member for, for that part of the electorate, uh, we're on hand. We did a few other things like uh, do a sod turn for the pedestrian bridge down there. The library work, an outdoor reading and lounge room opened officially. Um, just a fantastic day and had a lot of people just coming up for a yarn, which was the idea of these community breakfasts. So keep an eye out. We'll have another one probably in the next few months in Dubbo again and uh, looking always you know, looking forward to catching up with people and hearing a bit about what's happening at the moment. And most people were all smiles, I can tell you, looking forward to... Uh, a pretty good weekend and Anzac Day, of course, um, that most people were talking about on the Saturday. Looking forward to that on the Monday. So, Lo- a good M- weekend. Local MP Dougald Saunders, thank you so much uh, for your time. I hope you had an enjoyable Anzac Day long weekend. We'll catch up with you again next week. Thanks, mate. Hello and Maroon, NRL footy tips. Thanks to Autobahn Dubbo. Round eight. Who would have thought we'd be at round eight already? Maroon uh, from the Triple M call team, uh, Sharkies tonight. They're going up against the Broncos. My boys. Yeah, well, they look good too, your blokes. They get Dale Fanuka back, uh, which is a big in for them. And how well is Fatalakai playing at the moment, Allo? So I just think they'll be too good for the poor old Broncos. They're a lot better against the Dogs, but... I think Sharks will be too good for them. Look, I take any win against the Queensland team very seriously. Um, yeah. And, you know, if we we can get all the Queensland teams, I'm very happy about it. I've got a lot of Queensland mates, and they're pretty arrogant, to say the least. Oh, especially when it comes to rugby league, mate. They're the worst. Yeah, bring on state of origin, that's for sure. Uh, what do we got uh, coming up tomorrow? We've got Titans, Panthers, and then, of course, your Bunnies taking on the Seagulls, who went down to my Sharkies last week. Well, let's go for Panthers to make it eight in a row over the Titans side that's mm. been nothing but disappointing this year. Yeah. And then let's go for the Rabbitohs and Manly. Well, Manly have got missing a couple of big boppers. Seca's out, uh, Ulu Kawato's out, and uh, Tommy Trebojevic is still out. This game's on the Central Coast. South should just have enough in the tank. None of your uh, Bunnies boys are allowed to get injured before the big game here in a couple of weeks, by the way. I'm just throwing that in there. Oh, mate, no, I've told them. Cotton wool for you blokes here <laughs> off the Dubbo. <laughs> <laughs> you can go hard in Dubbo, but don't get injured before the, before the Dubbo game. Uh, what have we got? Warriors, Raiders, Bulldogs, Roosters on Saturday. Well, the Warriors had 70 put on them against uh, last week against Melbourne, but worse than 70, they had 54 points put on them in one half of football. So I don't know how you come back from that yeah. in one week. As bad as the Raiders have been this year, they'll win this game. That is a hit to pride. Wow. Abs- oh, yes. 70, 70 to and 10. He missed, and he missed yeah. six goals, which means they could have got to 80. <laughs> they were just playing with him by the sound of it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, did, we, did you say Bulldogs Roosters? Uh, Bulldogs Roosters. Let's go Roosters here. The Doggies in are, a world, are in a world of pain. And the other thing is with the Doggies now, Gus Gould has stepped back in as mm. more hands-on and I don't know what that means for Trent Barrett, but the Roosters will win this game. I've just fired in, and I don't even know what your super pick is for the week. I hope I haven't said it already. Mate, uh, look, I don't specifically have a super pick. The game I'm looking forward to is the Tigers-Dragons, and I'm going to say 
that the Tigers, Jackson Hastings has another blinder, and they make it three wins in a row. I love how you said you don't have a super pick, but you're pretty much looking forward to this game, which means it's your super pick. <laughs> yeah, it's my super-duper pick. I mean, I'm, uh, it's great to see the Tigers back. No one saw it coming. I certainly didn't predict it, but I think the Tigers... I think Parramatta beat uh, uh, the Cowboys mm. in Darwin. And, uh, look, it's going to be a good round of football, but it's starting to take shape now, the ladder. We're yeah. seeing a couple of these teams that shot out of the blocks in the first two rounds are starting to fall back down to the bottom. With respect, that's probably where they're going to finish. Maroon from the Triple M Colts. team. Always thanks to Autobahn Dubbo, where you can get pretty much all your stuff for your car. Maroon, we'll catch up with you again next week. Yes, of course, Autobahn Dubbo. I know that you visited Tumbarumba uh, recently and you went and saw the boys, they told me at Autobahn about oil, brake, fluid, all that good stuff for your machine. Yeah, I've got to reattach my headlight. I think it's hanging off. Well, mate, it's time for you to update that car. It's a 1994 Oh, model. we can't all drive Camaros here. <laughs> well, you can borrow mine anytime you want. <laughs> That's Alan Maroon's NRL footy tips. Thanks to Autobahn Dubbo.